The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The most important thing about your business could be how your products are packaged. Packaging is the signature that you leave everywhere, and it speaks volumes about who you are and what you do. This is Ditch the Box with David Marinak. In today's show, we'll talk about marketing, increased sales, and how it relates to product packaging. Have you explored alternatives like flexible packaging? You should. It can save your company a bundle. Now, here is David Marinak. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ditch the Box, the marketing slash flexible retail packaging slash how to build your brand radio show. I'm David Marinak, your host. As you know, our show is about marketing and flexible retail packaging with a few other related topics in between, such as how to build your brand, dealing with major retailer, retailers, even supply chain. Today's guest and today's show could quite possibly ruffle your feathers, but it is very top of mind in our world today. Regardless of where you fall on either side of the fence with this topic, I'm 100% sure you will have an opinion. I'm talking about the cannabis, the marijuana industry. Yes, pot, reefer, dope, or even Mary Jane, whatever you want to call it, Medicinal or recreational, marijuana is a big industry, and it's only getting bigger. In Colorado and other, in, in other states, a few other states, marijuana is legalized for recreational purposes, and even a few more states for medicinal use, with many states actively pushing for updated rules and legislation. Our guest is George Campbell from American Green, a very innovative company that not only has developed a marijuana vending machine, they've also dabbled in a few other related industries that I think you will find very interesting. George will be joining us for segments two and three and quite possibly a little longer. We'll see. But first, like every week, the news. Sales of tea in the U.S. are growing quickly as more Americans are drawn to the beverage for its health benefits, rich history, and artisanal qualities. Americans consumed more than 80 billion servings of tea last year, which is more than 3.6 billion gallons, according to the Tea Association of the USA. It estimates these servings were worth $10.8 billion, a 10.7% increase from 2012. The Tea Association predicts tea sales will double in the next five years. A driving force behind the growth is increased consumer interest in health and consuming better-for-you products, explained Michelle DeBrune, a digital marketing and PR coordinator for Numi Organic Tea. Chinese ingredient supplier ZMC has formed a new U.S. subsidiary known as Vitiatl Corp. The company says the purpose is twofold to provide ZMC with a direct conduit to the North American nutritional and pharmaceutical markets that will add on to ZMC's existing distribution network. The greater purpose for the new subsidiary is to provide greater trust and transparency to ZMC's customers. Market saturation, negative press, and increased competition from fortified foods are taking a toll on dietary supplement sales growth, which is slowing dramatically, according to research from IBS. 
IBIS World and Euromonitor International. Sales of vitamins and supplements in 2014 barely eked out a 1.5% increase over the previous year, the lowest year-over-year growth since 2004, said Eric Panetica, an analyst with Euromonitor. He added, sales growth should improve slightly in the next year, next five years, climbing to 2.9% compound annual growth, but this is nothing compared to the peak 8% growth rate the industry saw from 2008 to 2009. Sales of energy energy shots are slumping as their medicinal taste in less favorable position as a supplement drive consumers to reach for energy drinks instead, which many shoppers consider safer. According to a new research study from Mintel Group, U.S. sales of energy shots fell to $1.23 billion, billion in 2014, continuing a decline that began in 2012 to 2013 and will most likely go through at least 2019 when the category is forecasted to drop to $1.19 billion in sales. Organic food has acquired the, the taste of success. While still a tiny portion of food production overall, organic products have gotten more space on supermarket shelves in recent years. Stores and restaurants that specialize in organic food have grown in popularity. Farmers and others who grow and process organics have been reporting big increases in demand and sales. Some think organic one day could replace conventional agriculture. But do the technological limits that define organic farming, no synthetic fertilizer, radiation, or generic engineering, for starters, leave it less room for growth? Backers of conventional agriculture say they have the same goals as organic farmers, including better environmental stewardship. But they add that their ideas aren't constrained by a particular philosophy or definitions. Meanwhile, both sides must balance concern about the environment and health with realities of the market and a race to find solutions that will feed more people with limited industries. Some takeaways, I'm sorry, moving on. Some takeaways from Karen Manson of the Huffington Post, who recently returned from the 2015 Sustainable Brands Conference. This is pretty interesting. Number one, first takeaway. Stop trying to sell sustainability. Focus investments and communications on creating the best products and services, and let sustainability be the differentiator. Consumers buy method products not because the company embeds sustainability, but because its products actually work and clean effectively, in addition to being sustainable. Sustainability doesn't compensate for poor quality or ineffective products. Number two, speak in business language, not sustainability language, to demonstrate the value of sustainability to internal business leaders. John Schultz, AVP of Sustainability Operations at AT AT&T, used a key diff marketing indicator, Net Promoter Score, or NPS, to convince management of the value of investing sustainability after demonstrating NPS doubled after consumers were informed of AT&T's CSR initiatives. Number three, use a valued influencer, an unlikely choice. Respected influencers such as authentic, purpose-driven celebrity spokespeople can help bridge the gap between what the brand actually represents and how the brand may be perceived. Amber Valletta, fashion icon and master, um, founder of Master & Muse, shared how her celebrity status has helped bring sustainability mainstream in high luxury products and services. And finally, engaging employees is about embedding sustainability into business thinking and creating a culture. 
Employee engagement is a major driver for corporate interest in sustainability, but how effective are most programs? For Jonathan Atwood, VP of Sustainable Living and Corporate Communication at Unilever, employee engagement means making sustainability a part of everyday business thinking rather than specific programs on the side. At Unilever, this has included bringing in outside voices to inspire and challenge the workforce to incorporate sustainability into their business and encouraging employees to develop ideas and lead new initiatives. Moving on. Amazon Web Services announced another investment in renewable energy generation, reportedly its biggest one to date, but did not disclose the size of the investment. The future wind farm in North Carolina will pump clean energy into the local utility grid, the same grid that feeds the Amazon data centers in the state that supports its cloud services business. It's become common practice for operators of data centers at Amazon's scale to invest in renewable energy projects on utility grids that supply their facilities. Since environmentalists started drawing public attention to the fact that the ubiquitous cloud is powered mostly by coal, which is interesting, Facebook, Microsoft, Apple, and now Amazon followed Google's lead in making huge investments in clean energy supply, which is interesting, though. Most of the investments have been in the form of long-term power purchase agreements, which are PPAs. A company commits to buying all the energy the future project is expected to generate for 10 or more years, for example, which provides funding for development. The wind or solar farms actually don't feed the data centers directly. Instead, the company continues to buy the power for the data center from the grid, but sells the renewable energy on the wholesale market while keeping the renewable energy credits and applying them to the power consumed by the data center. Kind of workaround, but interesting. BNG Foods has acquired Spartan Foods of America, the Fairforce, Fairforce South Carolina-based maker of Mama Mary Shelf stable pizza crust from Lincelotta Capital Partners here in Cleveland, Ohio for $50 million. We're delighted to welcome Spartan Foods of America and Mama Mary's brand to the B&G Family's Foods family, said Robert Cantwell, President and Chief Executive of B&G Foods. The Mama Mary's brand complements very well our existing portfolio brands, including Don Pepino Pizza Sauce, and with consistent with our acquisition and staying consistent with our acquisition strategy, we expect the acquisition to be immediately accredited to our earnings per share and free cash flow. After fully integrating Mama Mary's into BG Foods, the company said it expects the new brand will generate annual net sales of approximately $35 million and adjusted EBITDA approximately $7.5 million. A little less than three months after voluntary recalling all of its products, Bluebell Creameries has notified the Food and Drug Administration and state health officials in Alabama to begin test production of its ice cream at its Alabama facility in the next few weeks. When production resumes at the plant, Bluebell said it'll be on a limited basis as the company ensures that new procedures, facility enhancements, and employee training have been effective. Ice cream produced will closely be monitored and tested. Bluebell did not disclose when the test production will actually begin or when ice cream sales may resume. We've been working diligently to prepare our facilities to resume test production, and our focus throughout the process has been to ensure public ensure the public that when our products return to market, they are safe, said Greg Bridges, Vice President of Operations for, for Bluebell. 
We are very excited about taking these important steps as part of the process of getting high-quality Bluebell products back to consumers. Bluebell on, on April 20th voluntarily recalled all of its products, including ice cream, frozen yogurt, sherbet, and frozen snacks on the market made by its facilities. On June 9th, the company said it provided the FDA a detailed list of corrective actions that were underway in response to the agency's inspection reports of Bluebell's production facilities. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on June 10th said it ended the investigation of the list outbreak that affected or reported 10 people, including three who died. The investigation indicated various Bluebell brand products were the source of the outbreak. Higher prices are paying for, pep, pep, paying for PepsiCo, Inc., which reported organic revenue growth of 5.1% in the second quarter. The company has raised its outlook for full-year earnings per share and constant currencies on strong year-to-date performance. In the second quarter, PepsiCo was once again, the largest distributor in U.S. retail sales, sales growth among all food and beverage in the USA, based upon retail sales growth in all major channels. Aluminum cans offer benefit for beverage packaging. Noah's Spring Water has added their Rexum 24-ounce cap can to its line of bottled waters, making it one of the few packaged waters available in cans. The can is 100% recyclable, keeps water cold for longer than plastic, and offers an alternative for facilities that have banned plastic bottles. Very interesting to see how this shakes out. Well, folks, it's time for a quick break. We're going to be right back with George Campbell of American Green to talk about the cannabis industry. Stick around, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You've got a great product, and it's now on the store shelves at all the major big box retailers. So what's the problem? You are getting squeezed. Cost reductions are demanded from the retailers, and they are not letting up. So what are you going to do? You can give in and watch your margins disappear and hope you can make them up with other clients or with other products. You can say no and watch the retailers make deals with your competitors. Or you could say yes, because you've discovered a way to increase your margins and even get lost margins back. At StandUpPouches.net, we live and breathe flexible retail packaging. We have factories that can run as few as 5,000 pieces and scale to millions without any change in quality. We are ISO 9000 and ISO 14000 approved and offer complete supply chain solutions using our Ohio warehouse. Your retail packaging is the voice of your brand. Don't use inferior packaging. Choose packaging that not only protects, but keeps products fresher for longer while building your brand. To learn more, visit us at www.standuppouches.net or call us at 866-440-2123. Engage with Andy Bush takes you inside the mind of a top global market and public policy analyst who has been featured regularly on CNBC, Yahoo Finance, and numerous radio and television programs. Our program will bring you guests and stories from the top of the political and business worlds. Each show includes Andy's point of view roundup and what it means for you at home. Life's complicated. Let Andy help you figure it out. Tune in every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network. 
the bottom line in business. You are listening to Ditch the Box with David Maranak. If you'd like more information about our program, send David an email to david at standuppouches.net. That's david at standuppouches.net. Now, back to Ditch the Box. Welcome back to Ditch the Box in our second segment of the day. We're honored to have George Campbell, New York City and East Coast representative of American Green and founder and president of Campbell Representation. George is a diverse businessman who realizes new business opportunities within the sectors of product or design, service design, business model design, and marketing. He evaluates and implements a planned strategy using new business development, economics, finance, and managerial activities, competition, prices, and marketing techniques. George works with his clients in the areas of technological improvement, cost reduction, general welfare, improved relations, and sector growth. George has had tremendous success at AdGent Digital and AdTouch, as well as Heavy.com and CPX Interactive. At American Green in Brooklyn, New York, George is responsible for East Coast sales and business development. George, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much for the, the warm welcome. <laughs> I try to, dude. I just kind of, I just try to pay for the way for you, man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, that's great. Now, let's dig in a little bit about American Green, the company itself. American Green became the first publicly traded medical marijuana dispensary with licensed retail medical marijuana dispensaries nationwide, which are operated under the company-owned brand American Green. The company is dedicated to the renewal of the American economy and beyond through hard work and clear vision. Now, I pulled that information, George, through their website, but... The company website and videos have mentioned several times that it has dedicated this renewal of the American economy. Let's first talk about this Zaz machine, this vending machine. What exactly is the Zaz vending machine? Sure. Um, well, the Zaz vending machine is kind of proprietary technology, uh, and you know, ultimately, um, what it is is it recognizes the consumer or the purchaser um, utilizing a biometric face recognition technology. Uh, in the in the camera, right at the uh, front of the machine, and allows that consumer to purchase the product. You know, given that they are the the person that it says on their license uh, once swiped through the machine. Um, for this, it, it's you know our first applications have been within the legal cannabis industry, and um, you know kind of paving the way for what you know ultimately uh, verified vending is. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at, but. You know, at the moment, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot more opportunity available, and it's not just strictly cannabis. It's just that's kind of where we started and, and, and led the charge. And, and again, and I know I'm bouncing around here a little bit initially, but but you know, one of the things that I find fascinating about, and you can see the uh, the, the the pictures of this, folks, on ditchtheboxes.com/slash ditchtheboxguess. Uh, for a picture of one of the newest iterations of the vending machine. But one of the reasons I was going there, uh, George, was um, you do it for a couple different reasons, obviously for ease of purchasing uh, whatever. Like you said, this isn't just for cannabis. This just happens to be where you're at. But um, the thing that's cool is that you also have this 
because it's so sophisticated, this machine is no, you know, just kind of push a button like the old days of a cigarette machine. This really does kind of monitor, like you were saying before, you know, who the purchaser is, their particular age, if you will, and and really does follow very strict guidelines. Is that is that about right? Did I get that right? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, in addition to just the the, the, the the face recognition technology, this, you know, biometric scanner, um, within the machine, there's a whole POS component, um, a software system that can line up with, you know, the, the, the store or the dispensary or, you know, whoever might be utilizing this machine for selling either, you know, cannabis, legal cannabis or selling, you know, vaporizer or whatever, or, or even alcohol, whatever needs right. to be, you know, age verified. This machine can, um, track the individual product through, you know, different varied, you know, coding to which the product might be, you know, have on their packaging or the product themselves. And then also, you know, run through the POS, um, you know, integrate with the, the store owners or the, or the proprietor who, who might have this uh, unit in their store um, and be able to track that. Uh, in addition, you know, where it's necessary, they can track, um, you know, how many times the user has used or say, uh, and, and limit their amount of purchases. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of interesting little things you can do to the software. And say, for example, you have this in a, in a stadium and, you know, you're allowed three beers or they don't, they don't sell right. three beers per hour or something. Um, with, with that going on, we can certainly uh, limit that purchaser to three beers per hour. I think that's um, fascinating because I think that's one of the one of the biggest stumble. I want to say stumbling box, but maybe that's the right word for the time being. You know, that's one of the biggest battles that the industry has had is how do you control and make sure it's not abused or um, taken advantage of or whatever. And this technology is so smart. Um, it really does kind of, you know, help mitigate a lot of those concerns. I would imagine that a regulate regulatory agency would have. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's just, I mean, I've only been here for just over a year, and it's, um, you know, I've never seen technology before like this until I got involved, and I'm very surprised. I mean, it, it, it's extremely sophisticated, um, but, you know, it is, it's about time something like this has come out. And, totally. Um, you know, and, and, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, our company has been, you know, taking the brunt of it by doing all the testing, putting, putting these machines in the market, you know, figuring out the quirks and the issues and the regulations and, 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 and you know, from state to state, every regulation changes, so all the software has to be changed from state to state, you know, and, and you know, these little quirks and these, uh, you know, the ups and downs we're going through have been kind of like the, the testing period and, um you know, finally, you know, we're really, we're really on our way and feeling very good about it. Although we felt good about it before, we're feeling a lot more confident about uh, what we've, what we've kind of come through and the ups and downs. Um, and the technology we're using now is just, you know, awesome and, uh, pretty endless. You know, you could take a whole, you could take a government system, integrate this and, and kind of regulate what needed, you know, what needs to be sold, how much can be sold and, and, you know, what gets sold through, you know, radio frequencies and line up the whole government on, you know, onto one POS if need be, you know what I mean? There's, and integrate this into whatever components or necessary uh, uh, rules and regulations that particular, you know, 
like the proprietor might have or a state or right. town or city or it, it, it's fascinating to me and i and i you know a, a, a quick little side note um as i was setting up the show earlier on our first segment and one of the things i had said was um you know regardless of where people fall on the one side of the tracks or other regarding marijuana it's a big business and regardless and and um and the, the fact that people will have an opinion either way but the fact that american oh, green the most well yeah yeah, obviously, exactly. But the fact that American Green, um, and like you, you mentioned a little bit ago, takes that has taken a um, taken its fair share, more than its fair share, probably of lumps for being that that frankly that missionary out there, kind of blazing the trail. Um, was that pretty much um, you know? A, a, you guys knew that going in, I would imagine, because Stefan Sheeran, the, um, the the head honcho, probably had. Pretty much could have forecasted that you know you guys are going to take a lot of heat for getting involved. In this uh, you know, I don't think anything prepared him for what he's interesting and everything that he's taken and gone through. I think we've all learned a lot of lessons, and um, you know, first and foremost, he's just a really honest and fair guy. So yeah, you know, when he when he opens it up, you know, I run a publicly traded company. Whenever you want to come in, whenever you want to call me. You know, he meant it, and he took it. He took it really hard, and, you know, he's still getting it by every, you know, $30 investor that's out there to every million-dollar investor, you know? So it's, um, I think, I don't know exactly, he knew exactly what he was getting himself into, but it's it's kind of what he's sticking to, and uh, we're proud of him for it. It's a little more stressful, but, you know, that, that helped us kind of really, really trial by fire, you know what I mean, when we stepped into the limelight and uh, started letting people know that we're open for anything. And, you know, even I get calls quite often about from, you know, people with their tinfoil hats on to CEOs of corporations, you know, it's no kidding. Kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's crazy. And the, and the fact that, you know, especially, you know, knowing a little bit about these publicly traded companies, I mean, like you said, you are opened up to, um, Every little person, you buy one share of stock, that means that you're yeah. wide open for anything. Jeez. Anybody. <laughs> that's crazy. That's now, crazy. American Green also sells too. some other yeah. products. Um, you would. Um, one of the things I could see, see from the website was the Jurassic Water, Truth Lighting, OGT ingredients. You know, let's start with Jurassic Water real quick. What exactly is Jurassic Water? Sure. So, if you could imagine, um, you know, some of the, and this is what I, you know, I, I work mostly in, in sustainable agriculture. That's kind of where, where I come out of, and this is what I'm really interested in. And these are the products that, you know, American Green is kind of is focused on the cultivate, cultivation side, uh, but not just any kind of products. They're sophisticated, very modern, um, new technologies and, and fairly new products that, provide an organic or technical advancement for agriculture. Um, And so, you know, what the Jurassic is, if you can imagine, um, a lot of these instruments, technologies that are coming to the forefront of the legal cannabis industry have been utilized by, you know, secret engineers in their basement, highly regulated, (laughs) if not illegal, um, small plot cannabis um, plant, um, plant. So, these technologies have been developed by these brilliant folks that just happen to do a few other things. Um, and if not legal, highly regulated, right? Right. So what we're able to do is kind of seek out and work with groups and work with folks like this that have developed new technologies like the Jurassic and kind of bring them to the marketplace. Now, an oxygenation system like this doesn't really exist and didn't really exist prior to this because for the most part, 
the majority of agriculture, tomato farms or whatever, they got as much land as they need. They can aerate their water through, you know, outdoor use, using outdoor, um, you know, um, aqua, uh, ponds or whatever, however right. they're getting their water. So they don't necessarily have to concentrate on increasing their O2 levels um, for their root systems. And also, they didn't necessarily need it because they had the land to grow an extra tomato plant where, you know, if you're utilizing something like this, it's because you're, you got a small plot. And you're limited to the amount of plants you can have. Right. Um, so what exactly this does is it increases the, um, the oxygen levels uh, in the water to 30 to 50 parts per million. Um, and how this works is, you know, you just irrigate. You, you, you drop this system within your um, irrigation system, whether it's a 50-gallon tank or a 1,000-gallon tank. And it aerates the, the water, 30 to 50 parts per million. And, and from there, what's most important is that it sustains those parts per million for a number of hours or so so you can actually water your whole um, you know, system or water all of your plants or water all of your greenhouses or whatever needs to get done. Um, what's important to remember is that plants, for the most part, especially cannabis plants, only have the amount, uh, the availability to, to, in, to ingest about 24 parts per million, right? So you, you could only ingest, you know, that certain amount, where this system, what's important for it to reach, to reach the levels of 30 to 50, is that that high level, that's what sustains it. So it'll decrease slowly, but for any other system that's providing aeration, aeration rocks or something like this that can increase it to 12 parts per million at most, that'll decrease very rapidly, and the last plant in the system will, will get you know, only a fraction of what the first plant got. So this system would allow the whole uh, you know, flowering area or the whole vegging area from each plant from beginning to the end to get the maximum amount of oxygen that plant can actually ingest through its root system. And again, we're talking, you know, like you were mentioning, this whole sustainable agriculture. I mean, this is a this is this is a much bigger piece than just those guys in the bottom of their basement with some, you know, um, trying to or their own little plot of land. Um, you guys have vetted these companies and and vetted these products, I should say, um, to place them on your website. Yeah, I mean, what's amazing about the Jurassic is that we've done, you know, we've done a number of third-party studies. We work with um, private people, private folks using, private growers using this technology. But we have worked with third-party um, known as uh, Oaksterdam University out of yep. California as a reputable yep. group. And they did a test with us, um, and they increased the, their dry weight uh, by 10%, and they only utilized this, this product for about half their um, half the grow or half the flowering side or so. Man, um, there's this information is actually on that on our website, and um, yeah, there's probably some of that. That's probably on our website and a few other areas. I'm not exactly sure, but we have that in probably in, in information known uh, about the testing on that. No, and you've got a lot of great information on the website. We're going to touch base about that in a second because you've done a, a, a total rehaul on your website, which is very nice, by the way, especially on the e-commerce side. So, And it's time, George, to take a quick break. Don't worry, folks. George has agreed to continue us with us for our next segment. So sit back and relax. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You've got a great product, and it's now on the store shelves at all the major big box retailers. So what's the problem? You are getting squeezed. 
cost reductions are demanded from the retailers, and they are not letting up. So what are you going to do? You can give in and watch your margins disappear and hope you can make them up with other clients or with other products. You can say no and watch the retailers make deals with your competitors. Or you could say yes, because you've discovered a way to increase your margins and even get lost margins back. At StandUpPouches.net, we live and breathe flexible retail packaging. We have factories that can run as few as 5,000 pieces and scale to millions without any change in quality. We are ISO 9000 and ISO 14000 approved and offer complete supply chain solutions using our Ohio warehouse. Your retail packaging is the voice of your brand. Don't use inferior packaging. Choose packaging that not only protects, but keeps products fresher for longer while building your brand. To learn more, visit us at www.standuppouches.net or call us at 866-440-2123. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Ditch the Box with David Marinak. If you'd like more information about our program, send David an email to david at standuppouches.net. That's david at standuppouches.net. Now, back to Ditch the Box. Welcome back, folks, to Ditch the Box, our third segment of the day. We're talking with George Campbell of American Green. George, I wanted to make sure we kind of covered. There's a few things that uh, we didn't get to just because we're chatting and having a good time. The um, Some of the other products that you've got on your website um, have actually uh, become very popular and very well regarded. Um, one is this truth lighting. Tell us what truth lighting is, and, and, then, um, and then we can kind of focus some attention to that. Yeah, sure. So the Truth Lighting um, is a very interesting uh, LED company that we've acquired, um, you know, set up and engineered by some brilliant um, uh, lighting engineers out of Massachusetts, and um, I'm working hand-in-hand with those guys, and they've developed a very high-end, high-quality module um, LED lighting uh, or, or line of lights that are not only extremely high quality and they provide a, a, a solid uh, warranty just in case something happens, but also had a very good price rate where, um, you know, we could start utilizing or selling a lot more of these. And, and since we are a larger company, I think we were able to move a little bit more at a lower rate and provide the quality that people need to, you know, receive that full spectrum to, for their cannabis plants. What's amazing about something like this is the LED lamps don't need a ballast system. They're very uh, self-sufficient. Um, they they lower the cost of your energy bill at least by 30%. Um, wow. And, you know, what I find is really interesting is there's a lot more. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole generation of folks out there that are just starting to learn and getting their green thumb and doing a 
their home grow or their indoor grow. And something like this is um, a phenomenal technology to use that's simple, easy, doesn't heat up, doesn't allow, doesn't, 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 you don't need more systems to cool everything down because it doesn't get as hot as a double lender or sodium halide. Um, and you just plug it in, um, utilize your nutrients fertilizer. Sure, it's LED and has a big, has a great spectrum. Um, you know, compared to a double ender or, or sodium halide or something like this, uh, that's probably going to pull a lot more. There's not a lot more, but it's going to pull some some high weight. But for someone that's looking for quality, high grade, and they're, they're they're looking for their own their own you know a couple plants here and there, they don't need a twenty pounds. You know what I mean? Right. They're just looking right. for their own stash or, or their friends or whatever. However they're doing it, and this is something that's so easy, cost effective, and lasts. And you don't have to change the bulbs, and the bulbs don't cost sixty to hundred twenty bucks. Um, everything's guaranteed. It's really easy. You know, we ship them out all over the time, all over the place, and they just plug them in and go. In addition, when you utilize these on large scale facility grows, you can supplement um, some of your your other other lighting. So you utilize a sodium halide or a double ender or a three fifteen. Um, use a, an LED as a checkerboard almost to supplement that lighting. Bring your costs down for heating for cooling down your room because right. of those LEDs rather than a double ender. And, and you're also going to get a much higher spectrum for less cost. So, so you don't have to necessarily have all LED or all the other. You can you can kind of group them together. Is that is that did I hear that right? That would be the optimal. I mean, you know, look, there's a lot of op- there's a lot of things that go into growing, uh, especially if you're a master grower, you want to do really well. You need a high spectrum. Nothing's going to ever, you know, uh, take the place of the sun at the moment. So right. what you know, what the, the when you cross and include an LED or in a in a gas light, for example, you're going to get a much higher spectrum um, than anything. And that that is what I work with in a number of groups. Um, they'll either either use the LEDs for large scale growth or use the LEDs for their veg where they get a much higher spectrum than instead of just using a fluorescent lamps or whatever they got in there or any other competitor at the moment. Um, you know, they utilize the truth lighting for their bedrooms or, and, or they utilize the truth lighting in their flowering rooms for um, supplemental growth, I'm sorry, supplemental lighting um, either on the sides of their rooms or checkerboarding, and those are for the large-scale growth that are trying to get maximum weight, you know. But right. for the, the home grower, it's just plug-and-play, man, and it's, that's what makes it so phenomenal. So my father, who doesn't, you know, was never grown indoors before. He can go in, use this thing, plug it in, hang it up, and rock and roll. He doesn't have to worry about fire. He doesn't have to worry about heating up. doesn't have to worry about changing the light bulb. So, you know, in, in regards to our competitors, we were just in uh, high times recently. I don't know. It's on the shelves right now, and the cover were on there, and then they did a, a bit uh, bit about us in there, and they compared, contrasted, and tested our, you know, the competitor lights, and uh, of course, we came out flying colors, and you know, they had never seen a particular LED like like ours, um, especially cool. at the rates that we're charging. So we're all pretty excited about you. Is is that the June issue or is that July issue? That's right now. It's like on okay. the shelves right now. So nice. whatever that, I don't know what what month is it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Welcome to my world. It's it's July, then, but that, but you know, give or take a month. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know what? You can also see it on our Facebook. So you can go to Facebook at American Green. Uh, yep. Incorporated, it's on there, and um, we have a YouTube channel for um, for truth lighting. And what it does, it has actually some uh, instructional videos of people that have never grown before, growing and testing and using the truth lighting uh, for their first time grow and showing their progress. Um, and that's YouTube. Um, I think it's YouTube truth lighting. Um, yep. It's definitely on there. 
<laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stuff you can, and we're going to touch base in, in our next segment about some of the marketing techniques, and we'll touch base on the YouTube side of things because you guys are all over the place in in a very informative way, not in your face, just kind of very helpful videos in all different you know styles or all different segments of of growing, if you will, and of course the covering the the Zaz vending machine. But YouTube has been a great tool for you guys, and I'd love to learn more about that. What I find interesting is is what you guys do at American Green, and I and I would imagine this goes back to really kind of the early stages, of the infancy, was that you were going to bring the best products possible to your storefront, to um, anything that's associated with American Green. Meaning, um, you know, we've heard it first, uh, we were talking a little bit about the water system now, Truth Lighting. I mean, everything you guys have involved with American Green is the best that's available. Would you agree? I mean, that's something that I know it's cheesy, but it's... It you means really, something to you guys. You can't guys. forget about the OGT, which was one of the first products that we brought on. Um, that is a phenomenal product. That you know gives me goosebumps on how amazing this particular product is. It's at Sonoma. It's a all organic, actually a veganic nutrient line that um, you know is just incredible. It's a microbial tea, and uh, I use it on my house plants. I'm actually working with different greenhouse facilities, growing tomatoes and providing produce to to, to stores like Whole Foods or providing whole, um, you know organic produce to local grocery stores utilizing this microbial tea of OGT. So, you know, not only are these technologies awesome, incredible, and amazing and unique for cannabis industry, but they, they extend beyond the cannabis industry and pan-agriculture. And, look, the cannabis industry is a billion-dollar industry right now, but sure. the, the agriculture industry is an easy, three, you know, over-trillion-dollar industry. So to, to able to start in the cannabis industry is amazing, but to be able to get take these innovations, you know, really would have been tested, proven, and shown in the cannabis industry and bring them pan-agriculture is ultimately, like, you know, that's, that's what I'm doing. Now, yeah. as far as American Green, you know, they're, they're cannabis through and through. And, um, you know, I just see value in, in, in a couple of other areas. But, yeah, products like the OGT is just amazing. And that was our first, you know, almost flagship product that we kind of brought out and stepped out with. I think it's really cool because I can definitely, one of the things you said last segment and you've kind of carried on here, the sustainable agriculture is your passion. I can hear it, George. I mean, this is something that really, and I mean that in all respect. I mean, it's something that really kind of drives you. And it's just so interesting because it just, you know, all this information, like you were saying, kind of correlates not just with the cannabis industry. It goes in, in so many different areas of the agricultural side of things, too. I think that's very, very cool. It is cool, and, you know, it carries out into not only agriculture, but also, you know, sustainable practices, sustainable business practices, sustainable everything. I mean, right. you know, when, when you're inventing an industry like the cannabis industry, you really get to lead the charge on whatever direction you feel like you're going, and guaranteed there's, a, there's the cannabis cowboys out there, and there's the, the profiteers and the real estate agent, and all of a sudden he's got a green thumb or whoever's out there, you know, those guys can come and go all they want. Um, but ultimately the folks that are going to stick around are the ones that are truth, true and, and, and honest and kind of bring the, the real quality of, uh, of uh, value of technologies and, 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 and the best out of the cannabis industry um, and bring it pan-agriculture and open that up or, or bring it, you know, pan-industry. And that's, you know, ultimately what American Green is kind of, is I foresee kind of moving into, you know, they're going to start in the cannabis industry and then help really kind of create and mold this industry. But it's going to, you know, it's going to mold into something else. And, and it all starts with sustainable and, and healthy business practices that we're able to do because the industry didn't exist yet. So we're not jumping and into sta- some horrible, yeah. you know... 
um, industry that already has, you know, the worst uh, out in front. Uh, we're we're kind of leading the charge, and in order to do that, we're we're taking a more honest and you know um, healthier approach. Or, and you're staying to, at least. And well, you're staying true to who you are. And I mean, and that's that's you know, again, this American Green is kind of makes no bones about who you are and what you guys stand for and what you guys are all about. And there's nothing right or wrong about that. It's just who, who you are. And I mean, I think that's very very cool because you guys have made it quite clear that you want to be at the forefront of what you know what's going on in this industry. And ultimately, um, you guys have taken your share of lumps, good or bad. You've taken your share of lumps, and you should benefit from uh, all the hard work you put in there. I mean, and stick and 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 I and I foresee, and I don't see you guys ever changing that attitude. Um, not with you here, George. <laughs> and I mean that respect, and it's Stefan yeah, either. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty balls to the wall, man. Yeah, I mean that in the best way. But this isn't like an aggressive and progressive industry that we have to really, you know. Uh, take the licks and keep going. Right, exactly, exactly. And it's evolving. This whole industry is evolving right around, uh, right in front of you. You know, I think it's fascinating. So, George, we're going to have our final break. Um, and then if you would, I'd love to have a couple of minutes with you to kind of talk about what you do um, out and about, you know, kind of that East Coast um, kind of, you know, you handle certain things for the company on the East Coast side of things. And, and then just kind of talk about some of the marketing tools you guys use and then wrap it up for the day. Does that sound cool? Sounds great, man. All right, buddy. We're going to have a short break, everyone. Sit back, relax. We'll be back with George in a couple of minutes. Thanks. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've got a great product. And it's now on the store shelves at all the major big box retailers. So what's the problem? You are getting squeezed. Cost reductions are demanded from the retailers, and they are not letting up. So what are you going to do? You can give in and watch your margins disappear and hope you can make them up with other clients or with other products. You can say no and watch the retailers make deals with your competitors. Or you could say yes because you've discovered a way to increase your margins and even get lost margins back. At StandUpPouches.net, we live and breathe flexible retail packaging. We have factories that can run as few as 5,000 pieces and scale to millions without any change in quality. We are ISO 9000 and ISO 14000 approved and offer complete supply chain solutions using our Ohio warehouse. Your retail packaging is the voice of your brand. Don't use inferior packaging. Choose packaging that not only protects, but keeps products fresher for longer while building your brand. To learn more, visit us at www.standuppouches.net or call us at 866-440-2123. Where is the best place to put your money? Rick Saylor with co-host Eric Hamburg will take the mystery out of investing in order to keep your hard-earned wealth performing and protecting to its maximum potential. Listen for Straight Talk, Clear Decisions, live every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Ditch the Box with David Marinak. 
If you'd like more information about our program, send David an email to david at standuppouches.net. That's david at standuppouches.net. Now, back to Ditch the Box. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our fourth and final segment of the day, talking with George Campbell from American Green. George, I wanted to kind of touch base real quick. I mean, give us a quick idea or a synopsis what it's like or what your day is, because you handle the East Coast for American Green, among other things. But, you know, what do you, what do you, you know, what does that mean? And, and are you, you know, give us an idea of what that's, or our listeners, an idea of what that's, uh, what a day in the life of George Campbell's like. Sure. Um, I mean, for the most part, look, I'm, I'm a consultant, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just a sales guy. Um, and um, that's what I do. I work in multiple different industries, and um, this has just happened to be one that I'm very um, passionate about. And I understand the thing that you're about. And, um, you know, I've worked with Steph and Sharon in the past on, on a few other jobs and a few other industries, and um, I trust them like a brother and, and a mentor. And, um, you know, ultimately I'm here because of him and um, just kind of my, my, everything my stars lined up for this particular position. So my job is really kind of doing whatever, you know, he says. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, doing whatever he says and whatever HQ kind of throws my way. But at the same time, um, you know, there's a, there's a, lot of me, a lot of meandering, a lot of kind of figuring out the route to the sale on these, on, on what exactly the American Green is pitching and pushing. Um, the products, OGT, it's an amazing product. It sells itself. However, a lot of people haven't heard about it yet. And, you know, if you test it for two, two days, you're going to see an increase in the value of your product, your, your plant in, in two days or three days. It's out of control what it provides, all organic. And uh, uh, same with the other technologies and other products. It's all about introducing these products to folks that probably have been growing for a long, long time. And, you know, this isn't your dad's or your grandpa's worm feed. You know right. what I mean? This is, right. this is new technology and new products that are scientifically proven and increase the value of your plants and your products and your produce. Um, and are you, and are you meeting with individuals, George? Are you going to trade shows? <laughs> or you, I mean, you're just going to That's stores? Right. I could have kept, kept going on that. But, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, look, I, I cold calls, um, emails, trade shows. Um, I discuss, you know, I open up conversations with groups, for example, um, the, you know, the VA or different groups working with the VA for maybe you're opening up doors to utilize this as any machine within the, the Veterans Affairs hospitals or the, the Veterans Hospitals. Like these kind of conversations I have, these top line conversations of how to utilize our technologies and move forward to have these bigger deals come through. Um, you know, I open up doors to uh, casinos or any kind of large entertainment facility where um, the verified vending might provide. Uh, a low cost entry with a you know a, a high increase in their sales um, by dropping a bunch of these in a in a sports arena vending uh, or as vending machine they'll save money on uh, vendors and then they'll also increase you know sales by you know whatever the convenience of a of a of a consumer or you know sports fan going ten feet to a to a beer machine rather than the you know hundred yards to the to the uh, to the counter, so I open up windows and doors for 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 not only our technologies and where they could be applied in, in other scenarios, not only just in the cannabis industry, but um, also you know within the entertainment field for us as any. We're also working and utilizing this for vapor lounges and vape issue um, nice vape, vape yeah. lounges and these kind of areas. Um, right, you know wherever they need verified vending or, or age recognition, this is a very interesting safe foolproof um, technology that can be used and applied right away um, for a very low-cost entry. So I, I open up doors like that, and then, you know, I work with and I open up doors to groups like Whole Foods or Lowe's 
companies where, you know, they don't have a veganic microbial nutrient that's super easy to use and you I'll shake it up darned. a gallon of water. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm able to open up these kind of doors and kind of move these different business opportunities along. Unfortunately, like I said, it's, you know, everybody's a, a pro and these are new products. So it takes a little bit of time and not everybody's doing these areas. At the same time, I'm door to door to hydroponic stores and, um, you know, the local mom and pop shops where we had distribution for our products. These are the main and the lifeblood of the products that we're selling. So, you know, I never forget these. I have accounts on these. I open up doors sure. for these. I work with them to make sure they understand the product, understand what we're all about, and, and support them, whether through our social media or marketing, you know, providing our information about the alliance that American Green has created through the local hydroponic shops or the local mom and pop shops or the flower shops or whatever's taking or carrying our unit, our technology and products. Um, absolutely, that's key number one. But then the other bigger creative ideas, I mean, those I can think about all day long, but the most part, I got to make money and yeah. <laughs> the key is selling products. So, yeah, the, the issue, the, the, the best part is, you know, the, the most important part is getting this product out the door and into the, into the hands of consumers through local mom and pop shops or hydroponics. Yeah. Well, and let's make sure that we touch base on on that real quick. Um, these products we've been talking about, um, not just the, the the vending machine, if you will, but um, the other products we're talking about can be found. You've got a new storefront that you guys just launched literally a few days ago. It's store.americangreen.com. Check it out, folks. It's very interactive. It's very cool. A lot of great information as well. And George, you set me up perfectly uh, when you were talking a little bit about the marketing a little bit, you know, social media, those kind of things. And real quick, before we wrap up today's, today's show, you had mentioned um, the keyword, if you will, I don't know, and you, I'm sure you know this because you're a professional, the verified vending. Um, that really, in essence, is that is that real solid keyword that that all marketing kind of you know, will revolve around for what you guys are talking about with that Zazz machine. I mean, that's a big deal out there, the verified vending, the way you kind of make sure that um, the particular people can buy products um, that are verified. I think it's fascinating. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's just going to take some time. And that's what kind of we went up and down with. And, yeah, we launched in the cannabis industry, but we launched in the most difficult regulated industry in the, in the world. And if we can get through that and provide an incredible technology that works for that particular industry, then we can go anywhere, you know. And American Green really has had this philosophy to use use that, you know, again, use your knowledge, go out there at the forefront to really teach and instruct and inform people. And again, I know we're talking about the cannabis industry, sort of, but you've touched on all these other industries that really could benefit from your particular products, not necessarily that, you know, the home growers. And, um, and again, your willingness and American Green's willingness to go out there and lead the charge, if you will, um, first to instruct and inform, then people will come back to you ultimately for you know to, and they'll look at you as the expert and I think that's very cool it's all sales man you know it's just making informing educating uh, supporting creating new relationships for for new products and, and keeping those relationships um, positive and, and working with our, our folks from from the street you know Main Street, Main Street to yep. you know Wall Street. It's 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 really where it comes down to. And, you know, you got to move product for one, and, and then you got to you got to support and keep the keep your your trusted clients and, and partners and, and, and along along with you. And it's not that easy, and it's a lot easier said than done. But I mean, that's ultimately what kind of what we're. 
Yeah, and you guys are doing a great job. I see you all over the place, not just on LinkedIn, but of course, Facebook. Um, you also have this American Green Zine, which is kind of like an online uh, e-zine, if you will, where you publish and kind of curate content about the cannabis industry. Can you share anything about that, or is that something we need to bring up to the marketing folks, if you will, George? Sure, no. That is a really cool technology. I mean, my background is in advertising and advertising technology. So, um, yeah, I'm familiar with that technology, what they're using for the, for the, um, our magazine or easing. And, uh, it's pretty cool. What it does is it's, it's an algorithm that, that, um, you know, scours the, the web for the most, um, uh, uh, I guess, uh, interesting or, uh, by topic, uh, t- article. And, right. and, it, and it brings that article to the forefront within that page, American Green Zine, and, uh, gives you the first, the gist of the information, um, where you can kind of scroll through and check out the most important articles, the most important information that's on the web today of that, of, of the cannabis industry. And then what you do is if you see something you particularly like, you click on that and it brings you directly to that site where it has the, inform- the all the original content from from what you're looking at. So it's kind of, it, it curates the most important things within the, the cannabis industry, but it also supports the, the, the originators of that particular content. Dude, I just think all of that is so, so very cool, just because, um, again, as a marketing guy over here, really at the core of everything we do, I find it fascinating that you guys um, also get it, that marketing is absolutely critical. And you said this a few times in today's show, that it's, you got to sell product. you got to make money and sell product. And if people don't understand the marketing piece of things, um, you're not going to go anywhere. You can have the greatest product in the world. You can, whatever it is, but if you don't understand how to market to people in all different different segments, a.k.a. the LinkedIn, the Facebook, and like the e-zine, um, which I think is brilliant, by the way, is is just very, very cool. George, I, this has been great for me. I, I had a thrill talking with you, man. We've, we've kind of blown through this hour, and I, I want to do this again because you do all the work. I just sit back and listen. Hey, anytime. Um, well, you, this is awesome. For, I'm not known for shutting up, I can tell you that. <laughs> this has been awesome. Well, thanks again for being part of today's show. And folks, for more information, visit AmericanGreen.com or look them up on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Regardless of where you stand on the cannabis industry, this company knows and understands marketing and is fascinating to watch as they teach and they educate, which is very cool to us. George, again, thank you. I'd like to thank our, our producer, my executive producer, Jamie Berling, for all she does in putting up with me, and also our executive producer, Winston Winnie Price, back in Mission Central, Voice America. Thanks, Winston. Everybody, until next time, this has been Ditch the Box. Remember, it's your product. Package it properly. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Ditch the Box. We're live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join David Marinak for another great show next week. 